Hello again, and thank you for tuning in to today's Hope Daily. Now that it is my second time recording a podcast, I think that means that I'm a pro, or at least improved by some small percentage, I hope. <laughs> um, last week, I talked about Christ's wise response to the Pharisees, who asked what the greatest commandment in the law was, which, just to recap, was twofold. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, Jesus says. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. The high priority and value of love is unmistakable in the Bible. And while there is no shortage of verses that we can turn to to find evidence that love is the ultimate Christian value, certainly the claim by Jesus Christ himself that loving God and loving your neighbor are the two greatest commandments in scripture ought to convince anyone claiming a Christian identity. Yet despite this, being a loving person, and even worse, loving other people, these commandments can at times feel like insurmountable feats of heroics, something maybe only Hercules could do. Still, we need to do our best to understand what love is and how to faithfully love God and our neighbors because the consequences for Christians not doing so can be and have been catastrophic to the global church. So I promised I would talk about Bob Goff's book this week. If you didn't listen last week, I'll remind you that I plan to go through several of Bob Goff's devotional thoughts in his book, Live in Grace, Walk in Love. This is a 365-day devotional, and if I'm doing this podcast just once a week, that would be something like seven years of podcasts just on this one book. So who knows how much we'll actually get through or how many times I'll combine multiple days in the future. But today, we start where we ought to start which is day one. The first day is titled like the book, Live in Grace, Walk in Love. And the first passage we will look at today is Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, which reads, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I think this is an absolutely genius verse to start a devotional about learning to be gracious and loving, don't you? We get so caught up in our heads about how hard it is to love people who disagree with us, especially who disagree with us on issues that we view as fundamental, capital F, bold font, to everything that is good and right in the world. But here is Jesus telling us that the yoke and burden of Christ-like love is easy and light. Is Jesus a liar? Definitely not. (laughs) And I hope no one regretted voting for me in that little pause there. Christ is right. Loving people is easy, but we've got it so twisted up and backwards with our human thoughts and opinions that it is hard to realize just how easy it is. When Christ makes this call, he is calling those who are already weary and burdened and promising them rest. He says that we will be given rest for our souls by taking his yoke upon ourselves. Christ promises that we will find rest not despite the hard work of love, but through the hard work of love. This is huge, but how does it work? If your life is filled with stresses and problems, at work, at home, at school, with family, with friends, with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse, or with strangers online, strangers across the street, strangers in the White House, is it possible that adding another burden could ease all the pain caused by the burdens you already have? I would argue that the foundation of the Christian faith is an answering with a resounding yes to that question. 
Yes, if you work hard to serve God, you will meet with new and special trials and tribulations that are reserved special for believers like you and me. Yes, if you work hard to love others, you will be met with rejection and hatred and failure. But also, yes, if you are persistent and consistent in love, none of these things will matter more than the peaceful rest that Christ rewards you in your soul. Bob Goff compares it to riding a bike, and I actually really like the illustration. When you first start riding a bike, everything about it feels awkward, wobbly, dangerous, he says. You look foolish and afraid, you fall and scrape your knee, you fall again, scrape your chin, you crash into a bush, you crash into a tree, you crash into a fence. But then, like magic, you're riding your bike. It is easy, it is fun, it is exhilarating. You unlock a new speed in life, can travel further distances than before. And it is a truly joyous experience. Before you know it, you don't even remember how hard it was to figure it out. And as Goff points out in his book, it's hard to imagine not knowing how to do it. So how can we practice love in this way? How can we be gracious so often to people who we disagree with or who actively hate us that we forget it was ever even a question? How do we make loving like Christ calls us to love sound just as easy as riding a bike? Or how do we make calling loving like Christ calls us to love hard sound just as ridiculous as saying it's hard to ride a bike. I think it starts with being totally, utterly committed to the burden of Christ, a glorious, wonderful blessing of work that we get to do only by God's mercy, grace, and love. Thanks for listening.